Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. The Capital Letter comes to us from Georgina Campbell, who's a special issues reporter for The Herald and a regular on our show. Uh, been on every week since we started. So it's good to have you here on our Christmas week show, George. And I thought we'd do something different. We'd review the year in the, eyes, in the eyes of Georgina Campbell. George, let's go quick fire. What's your favourite story this year? Well, it's a bit of a quirky one, actually. And it's when that wave height monitor got washed away to the other side of the harbour because the weather was so wild in October and the weather has been quite crap over the past couple of days, quite frankly, and it just reminded me of that story and how reliably bad Wellington's weather can be. Well, you're a Wellington girl, so you got used to it. God, get over it. You could have gone somewhere else. You had <laughs> I the opportunity. I still get miserable with the rain. I get annoyed. Uh, I get miserable with the wind. The rain I can put up with, but the wind gets me miserable. Mm. Okay, what was Andy Foster's worst moment? Hands down, his worst moment was when he sent those raft of amendments to his councillors over the 10-year budget at one o'clock in the morning. It just sent councillors all over the place. They said it was terrible governance and contributed to a shambles of a meeting that day. And Nick, they spent seven hours discussing that budget and it's just one of many council meetings this year that have just gone on and on and on and many um, lollies and sweet treats were consumed to get through them. Oh my gosh. What was the biggest scandal that you wrote about this week, uh, this year? Well, I keep banging on about this, but I really think the biggest scandal is that the Island Bay Cycleway is still not I cannot believe we have, you know, reached the end of 2021 and it's still sitting there in the state that it's in. You know, the council agreed on a solution in Justin Lester's day. Now we've got a new mayor and they've had to vote on a new solution all over again. So, yeah, there there really better be spades in the ground in the first half of next year. Okay. I'm glad you're so passionate about it, George. (laughs) What's the most exciting thing that's happened? Yeah, I, I struggled with this one because I think it has been a really hard year, hasn't it? You know, with COVID and, and all of that. But I, I think throughout the year, um, you know, peppered through, there have been small wins for Wellington and some quite big wins too. You know, even just the fact that Wellington on a plate went ahead, um, that we managed to kind of escape COVID. You know, we had Delta cases in Wellington at the beginning of the outbreak, but we managed to eliminate it. You know, we we're the first city to hit that 90% vaccination target. And, you know, also we've got really amazing people like Jemima Gaisley, um, you know, and I think Wellington can be really proud of having, you know, people like her to yeah. celebrate. Oh, don't get me started again. I just took me three days to get over talking to her parent, Ray yeah. and Oliver. It's horrible. I mean, it was a hard, beautiful to see them and have them in the studio, but by gosh, it took me a couple of days to, to, to refocus after it. It was just, yeah, it's really hard to talk mm. to. The biggest change. The biggest change is definitely housing in terms of our planning rules. Um, the council has put out its draft district plan, which is going to raise building height limits. It's going to get rid of those um, character areas or a, a lot of them, and it's going to enable at least six-storey developments within 10 minutes of all train stations. And also, the housing supply bill passed its final reading at Parliament last night. So, you know, these two things combined, we really are going to see... Um, a big change, I think, in, in the city in terms of um, how much we can build. Yeah, I'm not sure I've got my head around that, living next door to a three-bed, three-storey house. I, I'm not sure about that. Not in my backyard. What are you looking forward <laughs> to next year? 
I'm really looking forward to local body elections, which I know is a super nerdy thing to say, no, but I, I wouldn't be, it. yeah, I, I would be lying if I said anything else. Um, you know, quite a few councillors seem to be on the fence about standing again, so I think we're going to see a lot of new blood coming into the council. It's going to be a great mayoral race because that really is, you know, up, up for grabs and Andy Foster hasn't exactly had a great um, term. Um, so, yeah, I think that will be fascinating and, and hopefully we get a, a council that is more cohesive and fresh and, um, you know, can work together a, a bit better. Just quickly, uh, I couldn't talk to you without with your commenting on yours, uh, your your latest article uh, on Transmission Gully. We both share the same frustrations with that. You, obviously, for a hell of a lot longer. We've only got about 15 seconds. Well, uh, what can we do? Yeah, look, basically, uh, Thomas Coughlin, a senior political yes. reporter at The Herald, this is a story that I've worked on with him. We've found out that Transmission Gully has been plagued by flawed chip seal and water seeping through the road's surface before it's even opened. And that chip seal issue is a big part of the reason why it's not going to be open before Christmas. George, I uh, just want to say thank you on behalf of uh, our show. You're amazing talent. You're an amazing person. And you changed me, my focus one day by saying, let's not be a no city, let's be a yes city. So uh, you've had had an amazing effect on me and, and the show. So thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you and Thomas. Oh, thanks, Nick. I've loved having a local show back. It's great.